Welcome to A Pitcher of Beer with Stick It In Your Ear, a 24-year-old record store in Springfield, Missouri. I'm your host, Nathan Weidman, here with owner Wes Nichols to drink beer and unlock the black holes of his mind. So grab a beer and attempt to understand the wealth of useless but kick-ass information. Okay, go. Hey, Lil, we're hot. <laughs> we are hot. Number six. Uh, we're back. We're going to end the 60s for good. Move on to the 70s. Um, you know, the first thing, and this is, once again, it's hot. It's live. Let me let me add this. We're going to start with broadcast 666. And by that, I mean the end of the innocence. I think maybe the okay. end of the 60s. Uh, on a related... The end of the blues. On a, I mean, yes, the of, of the, the blues. purest, of the purest yeah. blues. Yeah, well... The... Uh, the, the the bringing in of politics in rock and yeah, and the, murder and all this the end of the sixties yeah, with Charles Manson and Sharon Tate and uh, the Beatles being involved in that and how the only group that survived really the sixties are the still to, today yeah. playing rock and roll and that is the Rolling Stones. Yeah. So what is your take as as a twenty something? What is your take, take on the Stones? My take on the Stones would be. <sighs> I don't. I don't know how Keith Richards isn't dead yet. Um, but yes. my take on the, the Stones drug was angle my, is well. My take on this. I did not grow up much with the Stones, but as I got into rock and roll, not not my generation's music, but as I got into rock and roll, as I got into um, Springsteen, Seeger, Zeppelin, you you cannot have a rock and roll without the Stones. You cannot have a rock and roll without. Mick Jagger and uh, and Keith Richards. Well, why do you think you, why do you think you, that they're as important as the the seeds of rock and roll? Say Robert Johnson, say so, Jerry Lee um, Lewis, say I, uh, I Little was, Richard. I think it say was because Chuck Berry. I think it was because they brought uh, a you, dirtiness. You can, a well, dirtiness. Well, to you them? can say that the Beatles probably did, but they brought let's say they brought the grunge from Britain. And it wasn't punk like the Ramones or the Clash or what. They brought that that garage grunginess from Britain, and it was just it was different. Like it it wasn't it wasn't your garage rock from the United States. It was that you know, and you you I mean you could even say it was that that voice, that loud um, I don't know British kind of. Y- Your you know, mama won't like yeah, this music. Yeah, it, right. it was it was right. that it was that their style. I think it, it wasn't it wasn't much different from our rock and roll because they sang about the same stuff. And they sang, you know, ab- about women and sex and drugs and but it was their their background. They brought that dirty part of Britain to the United States. You know the, well, the, there the, was, the stuff there was that people a, let didn't me, want let, to talk about. The right, stuff that right. didn't people the people were like, "Oh, this is this is a little uh, scandalous. This is a little." Right. And they brought it to us from across the pond. Right. You know they. Sure. And I think that was kind of you got that background on top of what was happening here in the early seventies. You got Britain's version well, of what it. What do you think? That was, what do you think of Jagger in the late sixties? And I don't know, maybe if it was a. I think it was a Crawdaddy interview, which was at the time Crawdaddy was kind of a a bastardized version of Rolling Stone magazine. But I always liked Crawdaddy because they kind of cussed a little bit in Crawdaddy magazine. They kind of told you the truth, 
But there was a time when Jagger, they asked him point blank about all his influences, and he stuck to his guns with one exception. And he says, you know, I, I never fucking cared for Elvis that much. <laughs> and then he retracted it. But hold on now. He retracted it years later. But I think he was really telling a truism yeah. that I want... I, and, and I aspire to go always reference myself from the real stuff rather than the first white guy who was accepted with a black delivery. Listen yeah. to me, with a yeah. with a cool, okay. uh, bluesy black delivery, yeah. which the white white crowd, who was the buying power, yeah. we kid ourselves, the, yeah. the buying power. Yeah. And I think that's what Jagger actually meant was he was a pale... A version of the real thing, as yeah. as uh, many years later said, Pat Boone was, and Pat Boone, uh, there's there was a trivia question the other night, and it really shocked me. But then I thought about it, and it made perfect sense. And it's a great timeline that uh, the the question was, uh, who had a number one with, and it was a oh shit, it was a Little Richard song. It was either. Uh, ready, ready, Teddy, or one, he was one of his for rip it up or something. But it was it was one of Little Richard's good golly miss. I think it was good good golly miss Molly, and uh, said who had a number one with it, Pat Boone or Little Richard. And of course you go, what the fuck is that? A, yeah. Is that a? And when in actuality the number one was the Pat Boone version. And yeah. once again that is a kind of a a microcosm of of. Of Jagger saying that about Elvis yeah. was he thought if you want the real thing, the deepest crimson blood, you go to where the fucking horse drinks. Yeah. You don't go you to, to the puppet show. Yeah. And, and I don't mean that. anything because I really, really dig Elvis in his yeah. own his own way. Yeah, well, yeah. But he, yeah. but even when he retracted it years later, I really it resounded with me that that was yeah. a very true he statement. Meant he, he, meant meant it. It. he meant it. He meant it. Yeah. He meant it. What did he, well, what did he have to lie about? Right. I, you know, right. the guy was fucking telling his right. own opinion and that was and that was who he was, you yeah. know, but and I agree, you know, you need to go back to that right. that raw kind of you know, I mean, Little Richard well, didn't have shit. Where it came from. Yeah. He you know, didn't people, have shit. It's, it, once it again, a, here it is, Eric Clapton. And this yeah. was just on NPR about three months ago. There was this cool interview. And they didn't want to talk about his career or his fame or the chicks he'd fuck. They to, wanted to talk about the first couple of years that he picked up a guitar. And he says, you can tell me that I'm a good guitarist. You, I can be given accolades. But unless we go back to talking about Robert Johnson and the birth and the yeah. coagulation of, of gospel, classical, and dirty blues, which yeah. was just a 4-4 version of gospel, then we can, we can talk about people ripping each other all, yeah. off all day long. Oh, yeah. but, but truly, Robert Johnson, and I don't, I, I don't know if we could ever in, in 100 podcasts talk about every step that he took was this dirty fucked up thing that led to the beauty of the embryo yeah. the origins yeah. of rock and roll and well, that's the, it man yeah. that is it yeah. so any fucking that, metal band that wants right. to talk about God not being fucking cool and all that shit you better go back to where it started which was the origins of Robert Johnson and gospel music which was incorporated and, and, and made rock and roll a, yeah. a, a term yeah. a fucking term you know mm -hmm. that Alan Freed yeah. I don't know who these white guys were that came and, and, and said and, and, and coined the phrase but yeah. 
the feeling of it. And so I thought that Clapton was a really, really cool cat to say he, that. You know? Yeah. And well, and he, well, and honestly, a lot of these guys take credit for so much shit. And if you know where you came from, you know, and I think that gets taken for granted today. Sure. Like you, absolutely. Like, oh, yeah. I fuck, I did That's this. It. It's mine. Yeah. I did yeah. this. No, you didn't. Well, without, you're, without, you're exactly right. You know, and who, even. Who made you, the fucking garden yeah, hose? Yeah, well, yeah. nobody cares yeah. now. And, but and there's think, an origin to and it. And I think if it's you important. know, you know where you came from, and you can tell people, you know, I spent nights. I spent nights listening to this. I spent. Right. I, I spent days right. trying to write something that was just equivalent. You know, not even better. Not just equivalent. And you, you, if you know where you came from, and just like Clapton said, it, like you can, you can start something, and and you can be good, but you won't ever be that good. And I think that's what he was saying was without right. him, I wouldn't be Eric Clapton. You you wouldn't know who I was. I'd just be some other douche well, playing right, in a bar. Right. Well, you know it's yeah. cr- it's crazy because if you look at the what the twenty eight songs he only did Robert Johnson only did 27, 28 mm-hmm. songs. What, and he had no, he had no, he had no sense of rhythm, no sense of no. four four, because no. he was still thinking gospel, and gospel was this yeah. free form that didn't yeah, even have a, a tambourine yeah, it was a story. in most it was churches. A, yeah. And so you're you're singing and you're swaying, and maybe there's a a, a, a semi rhythm to it, but that's why he didn't have yeah. this boom, bop, bop, bop. He just boom, wanted to tell bop, that bop, story bop, bop. of that. Right. That, that incident or that. Yeah. Well, it was an emotion that still. Day. Yeah, it was yeah. An emotion. It was a, yeah. Yeah. So. But uh, it's amazing that somebody took Robert yeah. Johnson. You know, you yeah. have Lowell Fulson. You had Lead Belly that went yeah. boom, bop, 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 yeah. boom, and slowed it down. And, and then but, that's your where you're Clapton, nine year old kid. Yeah. And, and you're then you just. You kind of filter in Integrate your own. It. Right. You Integrate filter it. in your own solo. Experience. You filter in Experience. your own guitar, right. your own piano, your own. Sure. You right. get that beat. Right. That, right. Right. You know that's. Yeah. And you just tell your own stories, and that was what. That well. I mean, it's I, it's, I it's like arguable. It's, blues, it's blues. I feel like that's what made blues so popular. Yeah. Is you could take that, you could slow it down, you could tell your own story, your own feelings, right. your own, and it was just that easy, and it right. and it. People loved it. I'm, I'm going through the same shit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, I'm, well, it is. It's the same old story, but it never gets old because no. it's, you know, it's like you, it's people, you you wonder why people like horror movies. Yeah. Well, it's the same fucking story, and there's going to be four or five or ten people killed, but by the end, it's that same thing, you know. It's yeah. the it's the it's Mother a, Goose rhyme. Yeah. It's the Hansel and Gretel of horrible things happening yeah. in the hopes that in the end it makes you feel better yeah. or that, that there's resolve to it mm. and that blues is no different no. blues is no different no. than that it's... so when we go back to the end and what I mean by the end of the innocence I'll try to explain it a little bit by the end of the 60s we had as a white American culture and culture in general but especially the white culture who we were the last to lose our innocence in a lot of ways you you were exposed to sex through blues music and especially yeah. through British blues yeah. with the Stones. I just want to make love to you, yeah. which Ed Sullivan, yeah, well, you told me that yeah. story. Yeah. He, he did. He said, nope. "Man, no, you nope. can't say can't that. You got to say, I just want to spend some time nope. with you." Yeah. Nope. So can't it was still it. not accepted well, in American culture uh, white, to talk white about mom it. And dads were, right? You know, they're watching this, and that's, that's his right. demographic. You that's know, right. Ed Sullivan's demographic is the family. You know, right? I, I just Absolutely. got done eating dinner. That's right. I'm going to go to the living room. I'm going to relax. Yeah. I don't want to hear about people fucking. No, That's why they wouldn't play Elvis from the waist down. Yeah, they played him from the chest up. 
up. It was, yep. it was, That's and that, and That's it's him. the same reason. You know, you can't, yeah. you can't do that shit. I mean, this is white mom and dad. So this is, Ed, I mean, Ed Sullivan. This was at a time when, uh, if you had 10, 15 cents, it didn't matter if your mom and dad said, hey, you can't buy that. You know, before parental advisories, they didn't care. If you had the money to go down to the local music store, the guy was going to sell you whatever. Right. So kids were buying the stones because because I want to make love to you, because right. of sex, because of drugs. And right. no one could tell you anything. You mean, you could buy cigarettes at 10 years old. Nobody cared. This was at a time when, I mean, the stones really influenced the youth. I mean, oh, that, was, that was, this was before NWA and... You know, people but, you didn't know, wear explicit you re- content. You remember this there was, was there were two camps, and, and, and I've read about it a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Your your white family, upscale middle class to upscale loved the Beatles, and the Stones were the dirty yeah. poor, hardworking blue class, yeah. and that was the ones that liked them in America. So they were they had to weather the storm, yeah. and ironically. They're the ones that have lasted the longest. Yeah. But I, I remember ah. thinking years ago that had the Beatles made another record, had they made one more record, the whole appearance by the culture of America, especially America, but all over the world, would have changed. And you're, and I say that in a broad sense. The music would have gotten a little dirtier, sleazier, funkier. Yeah. Uh, and you can tell that by the first Lennon solo, the first McCartney solo, the Harrison All Things Must Pass thing. Things were changing. They were becoming ethereal and and, and grime of life and just an average kind of... They were, was, they were not as sweet and innocent. Dream. My dream was that the Beatles would come out with another record. It would, it would be something along the lines of what the Bare Naked Ladies do. You know, yeah. the, the that kind of... But they sweat were, baby, sweat baby, and it was just—it was dirty, right. but it was—it was like a clean version of. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna say fuck. I'm not gonna say. I don't think I'm not gonna say anything happened. about your. Yeah. But that was my dream. That like was, if the Beatles, yeah. if the Beatles would come out with one more album, and they would do it in okay. the in the, you know, the puns of uh-huh. of British sexual drug innuendos, and just have that one. And it wasn't yeah. explicit. It, they weren't gonna say anything about your pussy. They weren't gonna say anything. But if they just they just kind of edged toward that yeah. that cliff, you well, know, the, they didn't jump. The Stones, they didn't jump. The Stones did well, that and more. Yeah, <laughs> they well, did that and more. But the Beatles could have lasted yeah. had they had they yeah. just got a little bit closer but to that. You know, cliff I don't, I don't think just, people always say that. They always bitch and moan about I, how why I didn't the Beatles laugh? I love the Beatles. Why would man, they have not continued? It, why didn't? But you yeah. really, but the, all you all you got to their audience kind of. Kind changed of, too. Yeah, they, yeah, well, their audience, well, they kind of grew up and died. I mean, it was, and now, and now you look back at the Beatles as, like, they could have lasted forever had they just grown with the times. And it, and it's not even they didn't have to get explicit and they didn't have to, to do this or yeah, but, you know, do that. But the bottom line is they did. Yeah, there were so many of them that played on each other's records. You do, you don't have to really. Imagine too well, even hard. Paul McCartney you now. You don't have I mean, to think too hard to go. What would it have been? Because, yeah. I mean, on Ringo's Ringo record, three of three out of the four of them played on uh, one song on that. Yeah. Uh, Lennon and McCartney were getting along. But, there but were McCartney's some things. Still making good albums. I mean, McCartney's still yeah. making music. But in you it. could have. You can imagine things would have just gotten a little. 
softer and different. It, well, and, you know, it would have played. I, I feel like they're. I feel like that audience that they were gearing toward back in the late '60s, uh-huh. early '70s, the mom and pop. It was. Over. They kind of grew up, and they. It was over, and they moved yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, and that's what Lennon said, man. Come on, quit yeah, asking and now, for and that. And now we need to. And now we need yeah. to gear toward yeah. that that one generation yeah. below. And yeah. say these kids want something else. Yeah. You know, they're listening right. to the Clash and they're listening to and I can the only, Stones. We can only be us, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think Lennon's know. big fear. John Lennon had a fear that he would be sad sack and old, and he said, "You guys quit." Yeah. I understand that you love the Beatles and it was yeah. part of you growing up, but those days are over. Yeah. He had the song. The time, yeah. The he time had the song the, "God," yeah. which is him saying, "I don't believe in Zimmerman." about Dylan and he doesn't mean I don't believe he's worth a fuck he's not saying that no the culture thinks he says that but he's I don't believe and and uh and in Gira or Jita, which is you know the Far East religion and yeah. George's religion, yeah. and then he ends up by saying, "I don't believe in Beatles. Yep. I just believe in me, Yoko and me." And that's just him saying, "Man, I just can't live in the but past." He's, yeah, he's moving on. But he's with that on. said, the last Playboy interview in 1980, several days before he died, he goes, "Man, I look back now after 10 years, and man, it would be kind of cool. I wouldn't rule it, it out." Would be. And you know what? Given that another by about eighty five or eighty six, yeah. there would have been something. They would have all gotten back together. They were yeah. saying there was this deal for Campuchia, these boat people, and over in, in the Far East, and, and they were already him and McCartney they, were already talking played, about doing they it. They would have played that psychedelic fucking. And it would have been phenomenal. And it would have been different too. And it, it would have probably been, been very acoustic based. Yeah, I don't see it being a big production. About that, if you're talking about like that Middle East kind of. It would have been so psychedelic yeah. and so yeah. like Robert Plantish. Like yes. it would have been yes. a fucking yeah. like didgeridoos like or unleaded. some kind yes. of yeah. Yes. It would have Absolutely. been You're and right. it would have been You're fucking right. amazing. There's yeah. no doubt. Yeah. There's no doubt that he and they would have and, probably all got into a fight oh, yeah, again yeah. And, and then just broke up for another <laughs> twenty again. years. Yeah, for another, for another twenty years, and it would have been like <laughs> and then ten guys, years ago there would have been a hundred million dollar yeah, night. And, you guys are fucking assholes. You did this to us again. You did it. It's not even Yoko's fault. This you can't blame it on anyone. This time yeah. it just, but yeah. Well, it, you know, it, it right before been... the, the the producer George Martin died, NME uh, interviewed him, and he says, "I know without a doubt, had John lived, they would have gotten back together." Oh yeah. For, I mean, to either to write songs or to because they all. I, I honestly still, think he that... said they all were way more in contact yeah. contact than the public yeah. knows. But I honestly think that Journey is the only band that will fuck everyone from here until the end of time. Yeah. Like they're never getting back together. Don't even don't even ask. Like that's the only band that will just fuck everyone. And they'll and they'll give you the middle finger while they're doing it. So yeah. I, I honestly think that any any band that breaks up like they're they're getting back together. They have to. I mean, there's no way that the Stones can make all that money. And I mean, the Who even went on another tour. What last summer? With what's left of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. I mean, fucking, they're all they're all gonna come back. It's like, all you, in the name. Yeah, it's all yeah. in the name. And they're all. You in know, it. Steve Perry couldn't fill a two thousand no, seater uh, by himself. No, dude. You that know guy. what's left of Journey couldn't fill a house no. bigger than four thousand, no. but together. Yeah. They could do oh seven, God. eight thousand. If you think if they you know? if they got back together and Steve Perry was like, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do it for one last tour, yeah. Yeah. they could sell out Huge. everywhere. Huge. Everywhere. Yeah. And I and I see I can't I, I can't wrap my head no, around that. I'm not a journey fan. <laughs> I'm not a journey fan who will ever be but I th- I feel like Journey is yeah. the only band that will just give the finger to all their fans yeah. and they don't care. Yeah. 
They yeah. found they found a new me, lead me singer. Me not caring being being yeah. among them. But I feel like oh hell yeah, the Beatles could have made one amazing album, and yeah. it would have been so mm-hmm. psychedelic that it. I mean, that would have been another genre. That would have been the, uh, the the next the beginning of the next genre of music. The Beatles could have made an album that would have been the next yeah. genre. Of music. That's maybe, I feel like that's that, maybe that, the saddest is that maybe they it, could have listened to the punk era and come back maybe to their had, origins yeah. rockabilly and had something you know? well even well I don't know what you would call it but even psyche punk like it, it would have been it wouldn't have been country and like not rockabilly but they could have they could have put a spin on that punk and just well, made like, it like Zeppelin did with Hot Dog that's yeah. incredibly cool and funny and tongue in cheek and but that's yeah. beautiful yeah it's you know? yeah. that's beautiful but I, I feel like that had the Beatles made it Another yeah, ten years tops. It would have been together and gone well, again. Well, the the bottom the bottom line is with. I think once they get you get past the edge of making uh, changes in music, mm-hmm. you have to follow the trends, and it's just yeah. it's evolution, yeah. man. It's getting older, it and it's you know you're not but always going to be pissed. But at the, the Stones world. did it, and how yeah. how I don't I think uh, it was just because they were on the edge the whole time. Yeah, and they're still. I mean, dude, they were still doing a lot of yeah. drugs until about eighty four, yeah. eighty five. They were oh, still. Keith Richards is still yeah. doing drugs. You yeah. can't tell me he's yeah. not. Well, I mean, the guy, how he's not dead. <laughs> how he's not dead is a miracle. I, I mean, I think, but, I think I don't think he does. I don't think he's done drugs in a long time. You don't I think, think so? I think he's still a, 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 a whiskey drinker. I think Small, he's just gone. Two pack yeah. a day. Yeah. Two pack a day. Uh, and, and yeah, a couple doobies a day, but uh, uh, I think. Jagger's very straight. I yeah. Think he's oh, straight yeah. Straight as he yeah. can be. But, but if those tongue, two tongue and cheek, straight but if, yeah, as he can if be. If those two got back together, uh, we're talking one one album. Just those two. You mean of them doing even, drugs and then like writing songs? Even like fucking Keb Mo. Even like fucking Keb Mo. <laughs> let's call it. Let's call it. You know. Oh, that new Keb and uh, Keb and. Uh, uh, Taj Mahal record yeah, yeah. is amazing, but yeah, that's but, a whole other yeah, podcast. That's a, yeah, that's current a, blues. I hope they do another one, but I'm just saying, fantastic. If, if Keith Richards and Mick Jagger got back together for one more album, uh huh, one more, it, well, you it know, would Blue sell, and Lonesome, it the, would the sell, recent record they made in three days, and it's yeah, amazing. But if they got that's back together for one more, record. yeah, they would. I mean, they would sell the but, fuck out of it. But you know, they can't but go back to doing drugs, and they, those no. days are gone. And they're not gonna. They're not That's ever like gonna the tour those again. They're not gone. ever gonna tour again. They're those, not ever gonna. Those days are and gone. you kind of just have to take that with a grain of salt. Like, yeah, yeah. The Stones were amazing, and Keith Richards wow. and Mick Jagger are amazing, but they it's, can't do it it's, anymore. It's fantastically sad yeah. that in our it, culture, we want what has passed and this yeah. this will end the podcast a perfect contemporary example and I know nobody wants to hear this is how sad and I know money wise and I know on paper it looks good and we've already taken it for granted but how how final and how sad this whole Guns N' Roses reunion is and it's a beautiful it, thing and yeah. sure everybody wants to see yeah. What was here 30 years ago. Yep. But you know what? If those guys went back into the studio tomorrow, they would make the most lackluster. Uh, I'm yeah. fucking, and I'm a 55-year-old yeah. man looking through the eyes of a 20-year-old 20, 20, musician yeah. trying to write guy. a song that's worth a fuck like that. And those days yeah. are over. Yeah. With that said, yeah. they've made some of the best music yeah. of their time. But 
the Beatles couldn't have done it. The Stones can't do it. It's, it's, it's as they yeah. say, rock and roll is for the young man. Chuck Berry said rock and roll is for the young man. And, and, and there's no better, happier, sadder thing than that statement well, right there. Is honestly, it, I'm afraid it's when dying. When the muse leaves it's, you, it's dying. It's done. I mean, yeah. rock and roll is, is going out. Not even... I, I mean, you have the Kings of Leon, and you have the Black... Well, you don't even have the Black Keys anymore, because I think I think they're done. But, you know, the, honestly, ma- the magic of that is I, that I, now we're, we have all these different things that, that are coming up from the ashes, and so be it. Uh, because rock and roll is just what you call it. It's just what it's, I call it. Yeah. And you're approaching that age to where you're going to be nostalgic, and you go, I remember when rock and roll was the Black Keys, yeah. but that's what it's all about. It's, all, it's not about you and me anymore. It's about these kids that are younger than us, and that's the way rock and roll will always be. It's sad and it's frustrating, but yep. sorry, dude. It's changed. Times they are sorry. changing. And that's they, right, uh, and they always will. Yeah. Yep. And everybody have a good evening, and uh, make sure to uh, give to your favorite charity. Drink lots of beer. And if you don't, yeah, if you don't, just... You know, donate it to your beer. Donate it to your donate to your beer. That's right. We're done.